it's your girl Shakira Maybone, Jada Vassar, and Anthony Brinson, and this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring the sweetest, the hottest, black, black culture, culture to MSU. MSU. So, after a long, long time away, it's good to be back. It's good to be back with y'all. And real quick, I know we're not going to harp on it, but just condolences to the ones that we've lost and the ones that were injured during the events that took place on February, the event that took place on February 13th. And just be safe out there, because I could never imagined being a part of history in a bad way. So just be safe. But moving forward, we have a very special story that's been written by one of our other hosts, if she wanted to introduce the story and herself again. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, y'all. Told y'all I was going to be back with some stories, man. So before everything happened, I decided to pitch and write a story focusing on February, which we all know has Valentine's Day, and it's about Black History Month. So my story kind of intersects the two. I took it as it being a month to represent love, the love you share for yourself, the love you share with somebody else. And also, of course, highlighting the importance of the month, which is Black History Month. Past, of course, the events that happened, I had to rework some parts of my story, but I still wanted it to get out there because it's still February, and I still think these two ideals are very important. So I wrote the story, and I talked to students just um, asking them how they think Black love is represented in the media. Now, we all are on social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of that. So... You see all of these artists who are out here and who unfortunately give the wrong image of what black love is supposed to be. So I wanted to reach out to students and I wanted to get their opinion on what they think black love is and how they think the audience or society now pictures black love because of these artists out here. And of course, people are going to go by what they see on social media because that's kind of the nature of social media. You see your favorite celebrity act in one way and you're like, okay, this is the way we have to act. Or you see one group being portrayed a specific way and you're like, okay, this is just how they are. But in actuality, it's not how we are. It's just how these celebrities are. So yeah. And I also talk about self-love too. A lot of good tips that um, my sources gave me about how they handled some hardships being a black student at PWI and how they just continue to connect with themselves and connect with Black History Month. Okay, that sounds really dope. I don't know if you gave any of your personal tips that you use in the story, but I was just wondering what tips do you use personally with self-love and then also being in a relationship? Now, I don't know if you want to shout out your, your boyfriend. Shout out Stevie, bro. I'll do it for you. Shout out Stevie, man. <laughs> Stevie, <But>. yeah. <clears throat> Shout out him, bro, I guess. No, I was like, no, I'm just playing. Shout out. <laughs> shout no. Out I'm like, listen to this specific part. <laughs> um, I guess some stuff that I do, what I just did, I write. I write all day. Um, Even when I feel like there's nothing to write about, I just kind of take out paper and I'm like, Put words on the paper. Sometimes the words don't make sense, and sometimes they're random, but it feels better to express my feelings in a healthy way, not more so keeping it to myself or even expressing them like out of anger because I feel like sometimes you're like, oh, I'm so mad or I'm so upset, and you portray that out, oh, I'm about but to it's still... Up. Right, <laughs> but it's still angry, but you're giving out the wrong words in your anger. You're not helping yourself. You're making yourself more angry. Because you keep being angry, and now you're being angry out loud. So I definitely think journaling, and as cliche as it is, it definitely works, and it definitely helps for me personally, which mm-hmm. is why I get the inspiration to write all the stuff that I've written so far. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, first of all, I'm so glad to be back. 
know, I just had to take a little hiatus because I was just like, you know, I'm not in the right um, headset or whatever. But um, basically what I do, um, I just like, for real, I think anything relaxing, you know, wise is just like self-love to me because, or self-care, because it's just like sometimes you really got to take, you know, the time to yourself to really get to know yourself. And I've been struggling with that since I was, like, a teenager. Now that I'm about to be, like, entering my 20s, I have to, like, talk to myself and be like, okay, listen, this is, like, so serious. Because if you don't love yourself, nobody, I mean, you can't love nobody else, for one. Me, personally, that's how I think about it. And then it's just, like, you can't really rely on people, you know, for your happiness. You have to do it yourself. So, like, the ways I do it, I just, like, I don't know, do something nice for myself, you know, speak affirmations and stuff like that, because that really helps, like, write a gratitude journal and stuff like that. Honestly, I mean, I'm a little bit religious, but, like, pray to God, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's what I do. And plus, it's just like, I don't know, take yourself out on a date, you know? <laughs> yeah. Those? Huh? Are you still going? No, no, no. I was about to say, those last two, especially prayer, if you're religious, and they take yourself on a date, yes. two of the most important things. Yes, like, like I remember I um, went out to the movies to my, like, by myself for the first time. That was so fun. I, I think I went to go see Truth or Dare. Like, that was, like, way back. But it was really fun. I thought I was, like, going to be so weirded out because I'm by myself, but I had so much fun, y'all. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, and take yourself out to dinner if you're a foodie person and you're an artistic person you can just like buy art supplies and just keep yourself busy and stuff like that and yeah no you know all that stuff <laughs> those were two very great or both of y'all the pieces of advice y'all gave was really good and what's one your of the, advice what you what's your advice right one of the main things i was do? gonna go into one of the main things i do and y'all seen me do it in this state news room is just every time i walk past a mirror especially when i'm in the bathroom i stay in that mirror until like i feel like i look good this and, boy arrogant. No, <laughs> and no, and because one of the main sources of my insecurity has always been like how I look and my body, just from how I've been told, how I've been bullied and perceived myself, mm -hmm. even. So whether that's just a quick look at myself or whether that's something that takes ten minutes or something that doesn't really work, because sometimes I look in the mirror and I can stay there for twenty minutes and I don't feel like I look good, but just making sure I always see the image of myself, how I actually am versus how I think I am. It creates a big gap between if I look at myself at a low point and then how I actually view myself. Like, sure, I have I have black skin like every other black person. My hair is this. Maybe if it's done or maybe if it's not done. Either way, I can learn how to accept how I actually look and then move forward with the rest of my day. And then other um, things you guys mentioned, like take yourself out to eat or just going to eat by yourself or writing. Writing has been a big part of the ways I've been able to cope with a lot of problems and it got to a point now currently where I haven't wrote in a minute because I got tired of writing about the bad, but just being able to have a source to where you can let your emotions out is really the greatest thing to move on with your day and keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I must definitely agree because, I don't know, it's just that you just really got to love yourself, y'all. Like, stop depending on, like, other people to make you happy and then... I don't know, we probably gonna get to this a little bit later, but like just because you see other people in a relationship, you know, don't be feeling bad, you know, because one day it's gonna be you. I mean, even if you don't want it right now, that's completely fine too, because at the end of the day, you should know what you want in life and you should know like yourself to the point 
where you do get into a relationship, you know what to expect from that other person, if that makes sense. Like, because then if that person is on board, then you can just be like, okay, I'm not about to deal with you. You have to go, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. That is a really, really great piece of advice that you just gave because it was something that even I struggled with for the longest time when I wasn't in relationships. <laughs> just seeing like the ideal man that was talked about on social media or just amongst my peers that were girls. And then you would, I would turn around and see the complete opposite being dated. The guys who weren't really respectful or just were cheaters or just anything that they chose to do outside of the quote unquote ideal man. But they were the ones that were successful in relationships. So it always made me look at myself like, what am I doing wrong? Am I not good enough? And then being in relationships where I was told that I wasn't a certain standard that they believed in, it created this kind of not animosity or jealousy, but just I felt bad when I wasn't the one seeing the sort of success in relationship culture that um, that other people got. And I wanted to ask you, Jada, being in a relationship, again, we started out Stevie earlier, how was, how was it balancing having someone love you and then also learning to love yourself more and more? Like, how did you master that balance? Even if you haven't mastered it, how did you adapt it to being in that type of relationship? It was tough. <laughs> it still is tough. Um, me and Stevie got together when we were both 16. We were in our junior year of high school. And before him, I I wouldn't say I ruled off dating, but it wasn't in my forefront, if that makes sense. I was definitely got to get into college, got to do this. It's 11th grade, you know, senior years right around the corner. Before, you know, anything with COVID or anything, I'm talking like September, October, August even, you know, I was always so headstrong on that my sister sorry to kind of spill the beans with you Janae but you're mainly the one out there with like ooh, do you think such and such is cute or what do you think about this <laughs> <A little fast. laughs> and I was more so like girl if you don't pick up that notebook and let's get it together yeah you I mean, know nothing wrong with that because right. like, me I'm like you now I mean I was always in the book but like yeah mm-hmm. yeah no for sure mm-hmm. I get it and uh, it took definitely having to learn what I wanted because I wouldn't say I hmm, I'm not more so like relationship hurt before him I was just hurt in general and you know when you're hurt you you can't do nothing but hurt other people so it took me time to realize that I had to enjoy being by myself Mm -hmm. you have to enjoy being single before you can enjoy being with somebody else because if you don't even know who you are by yourself you're not going to know who you are with somebody else. You're yep. just going to know who they are. Y'all been preaching. So it took me a long time to realize who I was, and I had to enjoy being with me. Even I go to Michigan State, and Stevie is, you know, full-time working, and, you know, we're at least an hour, hour, 30 minutes away from each other. Of course, I miss him, but it's not. I'm not dependent on him. Mm-hmm. I don't need him. I want him, you know? But... Knock on wood, if the day ever came, which it won't come, (laughs) if something were to happen to us, I know that, yeah, it would hurt, but I didn't need, I don't need you to Mm -hmm. where if I lose you, I lose myself. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt, and I'm going to miss you really bad, but I'm going to still have me at the end of the day, Mm because I know me, and I know what me needs, Mm -hmm. and me needs me before anybody else. (laughs) I just got out of a four-year relationship, and listen, just like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean... I personally feel like I ain't going to have nobody but myself. And that's the important thing. Like, you always got to keep up with yourself, you know? You can't... I mean, I don't know. That's See, that's the trick, like, the tricky part of being in a relationship. Like, you also... Like, you always have to, like, um, invest in that person. But, like, don't don't be letting yourself go. Like, 
Yeah. Because yeah. it's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely say um, it's it's a give and take relationship. As much as you invest in them, they have to invest in you. Mm-hmm. And it's something that can be done and it's something that can be said. You know, I'm really big on acts of service and words of affirmation. That's my love language. And it took time for me to learn Stevie's love language because he is touch. And I only touch people that I like. So when he came on and was really, really affectionate, I was like, please back up. Bam, go. Like, please back away. I don't know how to take this. Well, but it took question. me. What is your love language? Well, you well, just said definitely it. Definitely so. words of affirmation and then uh, acts of service. I like to show you how I love you. Y'all know. I give y'all gifts. I mm-hmm. pop up. I'm actually, y'all. I'm definitely the mom. Like, you good? Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. You, you need some medicine? You you need me to come by? Because no, I'll come by. No, because Jose asked me if I need medicine. Girl, I'm like, because you're not going to die on my watch. You're not going to die on my watch. I hope you know that. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, just to give you more credit, too, food, like, yeah, make sure we eat. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, um, mm-hmm. I'm someone who's not, don't got the best relationship with food, and seeing Jada, like, try different things, and they be smelling good, I'm like, oh, let me, let me get a taste of that. Absolutely. And <laughs> instead of her, like, not sharing that she will, she will always, most of the time, share her food, allow me to taste it, and have me be open to trying new things. So just having that type of care and realizing and now hearing that that's your love language, it makes a lot of sense. And similar to Stevie, mine is also uh, physical touch. Like, I feel that I can't love you properly as if I'm not showing you physically, like, how I care about you. If I'm hugging you, kissing you, I mean, you can actually twin sister, Janae, shout out to her again. Definitely why our relationship works is because our love languages are very similar and she doesn't really push me away when I try to show her affection. And that was something that I had always struggled with in relationships because I'm very, very forward and very touchy. So with most people, that's just, that's not going to work for them just because that's not how they are. Mm -hmm. But finding someone that shares that connection with you and allows that type of energy, it really helps a huge portion of how the relationship goes because now you it's not a figuring out process. It's just a comfort process, like being able to be with that person, learning them, learning when they aren't in a mood for affection and then when they are in a mood for affection share it and yeah yeah your um, love language Shakira. my love language is basically i mean as long as you spend time with me and put me first like don't be saying like you know i love you this and this and that and i'm not your priority i'm sorry mm. i gotta be your first priority especially if you want to be like married and stuff like that it's all about me. <laughs> I'm probably sound like a little brat. But no, seriously, like, I just want you to spend genuine time with me. Like, that's all I want, bro. <laughs> like, no, yeah, we don't even have to stay in, in, in each other's face, like, 24-7, because at the end of the day, I just, you know, preach about how you got to take time yourself. We got our own lives, but it's just, like, I don't know. You know, it's it don't hurt to, like, you know, just take me out on a date and stuff like that and just, like, you know, chill at the house. Not all the time, but, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. No, you definitely didn't sound, like, bratty, at least in my opinion, because, like, I always tell my girlfriend, Janae, like, I've never been, I've always been the one to be, like, give, like, gifts and stuff, and since I got used to not really receiving any no more, it's just, it's weird now when she wants to, like, give me gifts or give me things, because I always yeah. tell her that all I want all I've ever wanted in relationships is just that person to reciprocate the energy I have. Mm-hmm. So just when you mentioned like spending time, like no matter where it's dates or just in the house, I just want her. Like I don't, she can never buy me anything. She can never do anything for me. But oh. as long as she gives me herself, it's all I could ever ask Can I for. add on? Listen, my biggest love language, and I I, I absolutely just learned this <laughs> from, you know, coming out of a four-year relationship, communication, mm-hmm. bro. 
That is such a turn on. Like, I swear I cannot. I mean, <laughs> if mm. you know how to talk and, like, I don't know, like, just have, like, control of your emotions. And it's just, like, understand not not everybody is perfect. You know, we all still learning this stuff. But it's just that you have to take, like, some type of, you know, accountability. You know, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, I don't know, like, let's say, like, you know you're doing it. But, like, come back and be like, yeah, my bad. You know, I'm going to work on it and then actually do it. And just, you know, mm-hmm. just communicate. Just Tell me what's wrong, you know? That's my love language. That's, like, my biggest love language, like... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, and I definitely add that on to mine. And it's funny you say that, because at the beginning of Stevie and I's relationship, we've been together for three years. It'll be four years this year. Period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the communication, being 16, we were like, okay, you know, we weren't... Our heads weren't as in it as much as our hearts would, I guess, realistically speaking, now more so we're both about to enter our 20s. Um, a lot of life things are about to start happening. A lot of important decisions are about to be made. It took a lot of trial and error with communication. Because mm-hmm. either of us, and I'm not even just going to say he didn't have the best communication. I didn't either. Because y'all know me. I'm very headstrong. I've been headstrong basically my whole life. If I make a decision, I'm really firm in that decision. And most people cannot steer me out of that decision. You got to convince me really well to change my mind. And he was one of the one people to be like, well, you got to compromise with me. You're going to live with me one day. Right. <laughs> like, we can't sit here and disagree all the time, Jada. We have to compromise. We have to come to agreement. As long as it's not one-sided, like, all the yeah, time. That's that. the thing. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But he was like, you know, we have to come to a middle ground for the both of us. And I was like, you know, you're right. But no, me and me and my high and mighty, I'm like, I don't want to accept that and come to a, we'll talk about this later. But, you know, it took time and it took more stuff that we went through to realize that some stuff, you you have to talk about it. You can't brush past everything. Everything isn't a, oh, I'll go to sleep and in the morning I'm going to forgive you. No, you're going to wake up and you're still going to feel salty looking at each other in the bed like, so like, we're just going to ignore what happened yesterday like, or we're going to talk about this, you they know? They're going to like, oh, give me some sex. No, I'm not giving you no sex. Right, like, we're not about to brush past it. Like, you wasn't just yelling at me, and I wasn't yelling at you. Come here, babe. Right. We're going to talk about this like two adults, we're going to move past it, you know? Communication, to me, in my opinion, is one of the biggest breakers in relationships because people don't know how to talk to each other, and they don't know how to talk respectfully to each other. You don't got to yell at everybody to talk to them because people just be like, okay. I ain't going to lie. Unless you deserve it, then... Nah, bro. <laughs> you yeah. deserve to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah, special situations. Nah, if you're just like a cheater and you just out here, bro. Even like, not even a cheater. If you just obviously you just doing stuff the wrong way, it just be like, and you not trying to get it. It just be like, bro, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> what say I want. It'd be special situations <laughs> where you you just get what you deserve at that point. But uh, I'm more so speaking, I guess, examples of where both of you are in the conversation and you're giving it everything you got and you're just getting to the point where it's like, well, we both irritated each other. Then one start yelling and you yelling and it's nowhere in between. You have to talk to each other respectfully. You have to make sure that everybody is being heard in the conversation. That goes for if you're talking to yourself, if you talk with one person, three people, it doesn't matter. You have to make sure that the space is healthy enough for people to feel comfortable to do that. Because a lot of people don't, and that's where they resort to yelling. Because they're like, you're not going to listen to me unless I yell at you. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. I have an interesting question with that. Is it easier to... um, 
to use those type of things in friendships or relationships, those kind of compromising, those kind of understanding each other. And whichever one it's harder for, in your opinion, how do you all tackle that? Like when it's not as easy as telling both sides and then we come to a middle ground or moving forward with something that happens between friends or relationships or et cetera? Um, I would say neither's really easy. I wouldn't say anytime I get in an argument with somebody, I'm very much a person that I feel the other side, even if I'm arguing with you, especially how close we are. Like, if we're super, super, like, really close, like, I consider you part of my family, then I'm going to empathize with you because I have no choice. My heart's too big. I can't sit here and yell at you, but then not still feel the pain that you're feeling. Then it hurts me because I know you're in pain. So I know we have to figure this out so we can both get out of pain. So I wouldn't say one would be easier. I'd definitely say relationship-wise, not that I try more, but I put more effort into it it because I know that I want this. I'm going to marry you one day. Mm. I'm not going to marry my friends. So we get in an argument where it's like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, this isn't going anywhere. Let's break away from each other, and I'll see you later or something like that. With Stevie, I'm going to marry that man one day, so I want to make sure that the stuff we go through now... When we get married, it's not a, oh, I'm yeah. sleeping downstairs or, oh, I'm going to go drive somewhere. Because, no, you're not. First of all, we sit here. You me, personally, next to me. it's just that people going to have a mindset and you really just can't change it. So I'm not about to run myself crazy. So it's like I'm the opposite of you. I'm not yeah. about to put effort because, for one, not everybody is worth it. And sometimes you just have to understand that not everybody going to eat at your table, you know. Some people, they just simply well, don't deserve. That's a good quote. Not everybody's going to eat at your table. Make sure you write that down. Write that down, bro. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. You just can't, because people just not going to change, and you just can't force nobody to change. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. That's why I definitely say you just have to know your person. Yeah. You just have to know your group. And that's why I say I put more effort into a relationship-wise versus friendship, Mm -hmm. because if I'm that solidified in our friendship, I know no argument could break us apart. And I know that I could say, okay, tomorrow we both going to be down here and we can talk it out together. Because I know this is not going to tear us apart. And unfortunately, that's happened a lot in my previous friendships where I felt too good in the friendship to know, oh, this isn't going to break us apart. It's too stupid. It broke us apart because the other side didn't feel that way. So I definitely say you have to know your friends and you got to know who you're dating. It's the most important Mm -hmm. thing. You got to know how they handle conflict, resolution, do they applaud you when you win? Are they happy when you lose? Right. Like you got to know this stuff because that all alters when you've hit that one argument and it's like, well, you lie and you do this, that, and that, and I have receipts for you doing this. But it's like, whoa, you just said we couldn't go through nothing that'll tear us apart. Why are you tearing us apart, you know? so Yeah, I just feel like don't tolerate it. That's why I said it's also important to, like, know what you want out of life too, like out of friendship, relationship, because, yeah, I... Just don't take nothing for nobody. Yeah, I get you. I get you, bro. I get you. <sighs> y'all been preaching this episode. I can't give any better advice than the advice that y'all gave. And do you have anything more to talk about, either of you guys? Oh, let's talk about the celebrities in the media. Like, what's up with that? Like, okay. Yeah, some of the couples that have been brought up quite frequently in the, my black love story is of course, the ones who are in the media the most recently, Krishan Rock and Blueface, <laughs> and <laughs> how 
Uh, one of my sources said she finds it very weird that when you get the black couple that represents that ghetto love, it's praise. Struggle love. But then That's when you get called. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's corny. It's corny and he's a simp for loving his wife. But mm-hmm. it's like. They want the top. They want future. And they don't exactly. want. It's just like, I'm sorry. I love us. I love us black women dearly. But sometimes we can be so slow. I don't know. It's like, no, because it's just like some people, they not really like matured if that makes sense yeah and no. they just want that struggle love and then yeah. they, they want the hood guys and stuff like that and it's just like that's that's not the way to go yeah, but i definitely I don't say know. as a community black people feed off gossip we eat it up <laughs> we, we we enjoy it we tell it to other people we put it out there in the media one of my sources says she hate the shade room and i'm like girl i'm basically right there with you yeah because you put stuff out there because you know the reaction is gonna get and who gives the biggest reaction the black, black community. Mm-hmm. They give that biggest reaction and it gives you the followers. So, of course, you're not going to post the couples that love each other because you're going to get the people saying, oh, they're doing that for attention. But why are they doing it for attention and they're actually in love, but people like this are doing it for attention and you know they're doing it for attention, but now that's what you want. That's the man <laughs> that you want. For real. <laughs> really. I was saying it earlier, just what you see online and then sometimes even in real life it never really meshes well because, like you said, the couples that are more aggressive and toxic are the ones um, made famous in the media, but other relationships that you would think are ideal are deemed, like, corny, like I said, mm-hmm. and simps. So it's just, it creates this never-ending cycle of what do, what do we really want as a community? Like, I know this is probably not targeted to our age group, but, like, what about Tamala um, Mann and, like, David Mann? Why we can't look up to them, you know? I feel like they should be... I mean, I feel like we shouldn't hold somebody to, like, a high standard, but, like, that should what... You should look up to them more because that's what we should, like, want in life, you know? But I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, it's we, just... We're, we're getting to the age where that's... You, you know what you want and you know what you don't want. Now you're sitting here behind a keyboard... Uh, saying a backwards comment because you know the likes that it's going to get. And mm-hmm. you know that you're going to go viral because if you say this, people going to laugh at it and they're going to be like, oh, LOL, yeah, that's so funny. Versus you actually putting out there what you want, people are going to be like, we, we do not care. <laughs> we do uh-huh. not want to hear that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. Why are we not looking up to, or why are people like that not as in the media as they should? Like there's so many black artists who have wonderful families, who have healthy marriages and healthy relationships that are trying to push out that good narrative, but it's just not getting the spotlight it deserves. So now it brings up, well, why are not why are black people not in the media like they should be? Because we're not pushing the good people out there. Ew. Like, part of that reason mm-hmm. is kind of on us, because we're not pushing those people out there the way that they need to be. Yeah, all I have to say, we just really have to do better as a community sometimes, like, just sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, look, some of the little stuff is kind of on us. We do need yeah. to work, too. We need to work. And another thing with the more healthy couples is they stay in their own business. Like, we see exactly. Russell Wilson and um, Sierra. They like, the men, like, they stay to themselves and keep their problems in-house. Like, I remember when Michelle Obama was talking about uh, Barack, and they, she said, like, there's a 10-year period of where, like, they was beefing for real. But mm-hmm. nobody would have guessed that because they keep those things they between them. Themselves. And they yeah. grew with with each other versus blasting each other in the media and then for clicks they actually wanted the relationship to keep yeah, going yeah like DDG and Ruby Rose <laughs> okay that situation was just like yeah what the F <laughs> I definitely agree 
relationship, all of your relationship business do not need to be told yeah. to everybody. There's mm-hmm. some stuff that needs to stay between you and the person you are dating mm-hmm. or married to because yeah. that's your business. Because just like dating, all these people is not in your relationship. Y'all not messing around with each other. Like Exactly. It's just you and that person. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely agree. Yeah. With that being said, is that everything? Uh, I think so. Although I want to shameless plug myself again. Y'all, I'm two for two. I got another story out there. It's about code switching. I need y'all to run it up. Yeah, read, ahead, that, read that. Eat it up just like y'all did this black love story. Thank and you for that. Word on the street is you might have to go three for three soon. Maybe, you know, mm. we're not pushing it. Mm. We're not pushing it. But, you know, if the sparks fly, I'm going to let them fly. Okay. So, All right. You know. Well, I'll definitely be looking forward to the rest of your stories. And I'll make sure to continue reading the ones you've already wrote. And with that being said, all right, y'all. Thank you for listening to All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring the sweetest, the hottest black black culture culture to MSU. MSU. And remember to stay sweet. Bye.